You know, we, um, we sometimes forget how much God wants to speak to us. If you read in Scripture, all he does is speak to people. Speaks to people that are different. Speaks to people that most people ignore. But he speaks to us. And I think that is something that is very important that our society has lost its ability to hear God. There's something amazing when God does this, just like even as God was speaking to the both of you the same things. Those are things that He's speaking to you and just showing you the importance of letting people know His love and the importance of just trusting as we're being patient. This idea that God is speaking to us is something that our world doesn't understand. They don't need God. They have psychology if they want to get well. They have jobs for security. They, they, have, they have religion for ethics. They have all these different things in order to satisfy the things that we need, but there is nothing that ever satisfies the soul like God. And that is something that I just always want to know is Him, to know Him. The book of Hebrews chapter 1, it tells us this. It says, in the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. In the past, God has spoken to our ancestors through prophets at many times and in various ways. The idea that God speaks to people and he would do it through prophets. He would do it through a prophet who had the ability to hear God's voice. Just like God spoke to his prophet Elijah. God spoke to this man that has the ability to hear God's voice. God spoke to his prophet Elisha that has the ability to hear God's voice. And when God speaks, it sometimes doesn't make sense. But you must trust what he said. Just like when he spoke to Elijah the prophet and he says, there will be a woman that will supply your needs during this drought. You go to Zarephath and you'll find her. She'll take care of you. And the Bible tells us that Elijah went, that he took a step. And that first step that Elijah Elijah took, he knew that God was going to do what he said. Why? Because he knows God's voice. And he was confident. And when he finally found that widow that was there, he says, hey, Give me some water. She says, no problem. Give me some bread. Hold up. I only have a little left. No, God told me that if you use the flour and the oil to make me bread, he will supply everything you need and the flour and the oil will never run out until the water starts pouring again upon this earth. That's a bold thing to tell somebody. That's a bold thing to tell someone God said. I remember in youth group, this girl came up to me. She told me, she says, Pete, God said that boy over there is going to be my husband. And I looked at her and I said, did God tell him? (laughs) I said, you got to make sure. It's a bold thing to say God said. And why don't we speak like that anymore? Because deep down inside, we have to be honest. Sometimes we... We don't trust what we hear. We don't believe what we hear. We, we know how things work. We, we, we understand that 
we live in an industrialized society and that people no longer depended upon God like they used to be. We're not the Israelites out in the wilderness for 40 years hoping that every day you open your tent door you would see bread from heaven on the ground so that you could eat. We don't have that sense of desperation anymore where we come to God and say, God, if you don't do it, I have nothing. We're not, we don't feel the pressure of the enemy at our back while we're in front of the Red Sea and we know that we're going to be destroyed. We don't have that desperation. And I'm not saying that we need to always be in those moments in order for God to move because I believe this, that God will move no matter what. But if you are desperate and you have an understanding and a level of trust in him, he will move. The Bible tells us it is impossible to please God without faith, meaning it is possible to please him with the faith. Jesus told us it just takes faith as small as a mustard seed. Just believe who God is. Just trust who he is. And God would send prophets like he sent Elijah and to speak to people, to let them know that God is God. Could you imagine at the, 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 the great battle between Baal and God and Elijah challenges and says, you go and bring all the prophets, you bring all your Baal people, and you go and you make this altar, and let's just see who can light it on fire. And so Elijah was watching as all of these prophets were gathering, and they're doing everything they could, and Elijah's just sitting there reading the USA Today, waiting for them to be done. He's mocking them. Hey, where is your God? Is he on vacation? Is he watching the game today? What is he doing? Where is he? And they would just do, and they were doing everything they could. Every single secret art and craft that they knew, every single magic that they could find, every single thing, and nothing worked. And finally, it's God's turn. And Elijah knows that God will not fail him. And so he says, you go and you gather water, and you flood this thing, and you do it over and over again. And Elijah steps back, and he says, okay, God, it's you now. And fire comes down from heaven. That's the God that he knew. That's the God that he trusted. And when he told the woman that God will supply, he knew it because he knows God. And so God would send these prophets to remind people who God is. We are that role today. Now, we may not have the gift of prophecy, but what is a prophet? Someone who speaks on behalf of God, and God has given us his word, and we now are able to speak his word to people. People need hope. People need help. We are living in times where people are suffering and it's hard. Even though we may put a smile on our face, deep down inside we're struggling because we just want to find peace and happiness. How can we be happy when we pay $97 per egg? How can we be happy when gas is so high? How can we be happy People just need God. They need to know it's going to be okay. They need to know that he still speaks. And so the Bible says in past times in Hebrews, past times God spoke to our ancestors through prophets and in many times and in various ways. But in these last days, verse 2, chapter 1, book of Hebrews, but in these last days, I want you to understand these are the last days days Jesus is coming soon and it is in these days in these last days that God has spoken to us by his son 
through Jesus, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through him also he made the whole universe. That it is through Jesus Christ, the one who speaks, the one who now is the voice of God. And it is through Jesus. You remember what Jesus said, that I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and he's going to guide you in all truth, and he is going to remind you of what I have spoken to him. The Holy Spirit reminds us of the words of Jesus. Why? Because it is his voice that we follow. It is his voice that has been revealed to us. And it is his voice that he has appointed heir over all things. I'll tell you this. God is still in control. The government is still on his shoulder. He is the wonderful. He is the mighty. He is the prince. He is the one who is in charge over everything. You may have people in an office. You may have people who may be over us in, in some type of political sense, but no one is over God. And when God speaks, he will move. And when God promises, he will fulfill. Why? Because he never lies. The Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should change his mind. I love that he never changes his mind. Because even this morning as I was getting ready, I looked up on my wall and I saw one of the promises God spoke to me. And I said, God, you'd never change your mind. These things that you promised me that I wrote down, that I know that it was you, you've never changed your mind. Even when I had a bad day. Even when I was tired. Even when I just bombed. A Sunday morning service. Thank you for not reminding me when I do, but thank you. Even when I go home and I feel the worst and the least and unworthy, God never changes his mind. Even this morning as we were waiting upon the Lord, God was speaking to me things. And if I was God, I would have changed my mind because I know me. I know who I am. But see, God doesn't lie. And when he makes a promise to you, and when he speaks to you, he will never fail you. And that's why we trust the words of Jesus. Because now it is through Jesus that he has been revealed. And what did Jesus say? My Father in heaven knows even before you ask. Jesus said, you ask anything in my name. Do not doubt. Don't you dare doubt. Don't you dare doubt. Years ago, one of my good friends, he was a Packers fan. But he's just anti-Lions. That's all he is. And, and so he, uh, he's texting me before, while I'm watching the game, because I used to, uh, you know, back in the day I would watch the rerun of it or the tape it and on DVR and I would watch it later. And I'm sitting there watching, and I remember it was the Lions versus the Vikings. And as I'm watching this game, I noticed my phone just kept going off, and my, my friend was texting me. Other friends were texting me. And then it kind of died out for a while because I'm watching the game, and I realized why they're texting me. They're mocking me. They're mocking me because the Lions did everything they could to throw this game away. They basically said, hey, Vikings, we want you to win. And it was just a horrible game. And the texting and all the messages stopped for a while. And then all of a sudden, my phone just starts to blow up again. 
and I read one of the text messages that says, Pete, how could you? And I put my phone down. I knew my boys won. I knew they won. So all of a sudden, I start watching this game with a little different perspective because every fumble and every turnover and every mistake they did, I knew that at the end they would win. And they did. You see, we get so caught up in the play. We get so caught up in the moment. We get so caught up in our day-to-day life that we forget the fact that God already has a plan. I spoke about this just a few weeks ago about Job. Job was going through all of these horrible things and he, was, he lost his family, he lost all of his property, he lost everything and he didn't know what was going on. He believed he was doing the right thing but Job kept hanging on and finally God had to step in because Job was getting a little off in his understanding. He was getting a little, uh, you know, God wanted to correct his thinking and God says, who are you to obscure, to ruin, to come in between what I have planned for you you see god has plans for us sometimes we don't like the process but at the end it is great in the end it will always be good why because god will work all things out for his good and in the end do we not go to heaven in the end do we not to spend eternity in life you know we we worry so much about these little moments here on earth and yet god has got so much more planned for us So we must trust him. We must believe him. And the Bible says in these last days that he spoke by his son whom he appointed heir over all things. God is still in control and he's made everything. And verse 3, the son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. I want you to know for the first time in history, we as people have seen God. Because the Bible says that no one can see God and live. But Jesus comes and he reveals himself. And the Bible says that he is the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. I want you to understand that Jesus sustains us by his word. Jesus sustains us by his word. For three years, all I have really focused on was the creation story. And when you boil it all down, it's about this. God spoke. God spoke. And when God spoke, it happened. You see, the Bible says that he sustains all things by his powerful word. Don't you ever forget that when God speaks something, it will happen. It will happen. So I encourage you, though, those that shared this morning, you remember what God has spoken to you because it will happen. No matter how impossible, no matter how desperate, no matter how how dark it may seem, it will happen. And he sustains all things with his powerful word. And after he had provided purification for our sins and he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven, and so he became much superior to the angels as the name that has inherited is superior to theirs. I want you to know that Jesus is the name above all names and that he will sustain everything by his word. So this morning, just remember this, that whatever God has promised you, it will come to pass. And whatever he is speaking, you hold on to it. Get to know, listen to his voice, learn to hear him. If you have a hard time hearing God's voice, get into his word. Because you'll never, and I I mean this, you'll never hear God's voice unless you get into his word. Because the Bible says that all scripture is God-breathed. God said to the people of Israel, hey, you want to know who I am? Here's the law. Now God says to us as his people, you want to know me? Here's my word. This is him. 
This is him. Every single thing in here is about him. And you need to just get to know him. And when you get to know him, you'll know his voice. And when he speaks to you, he will act. I encourage you, get into your word. Get into the word. Get to learn his voice. And remember that Jesus is now the one that speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. And so spend time in prayer. Wait upon him. You know, even if you have to make it a special time, do it. Find time. When I first started wanting to really hear his voice, I had to set a timer because it was so hard for me to sit down for five minutes and say, okay, God, speak. It was hard. Do whatever it takes. Get into your room. Find that time and let him speak to you. And when he speaks to you, you hold on to what he said because I guarantee you it will come to pass. No matter how impossible, God is going to do it. Amen. Heavenly Father, I just pray for your people, Lord. God, you had me share this word this morning for them, for us. God, you are still speaking. Even in our times, Lord, where we're so busy and we're so caught up in everything in our day-to-day life, you're still speaking. Help us, help me to hear your voice, to know your voice, to trust you. Help us, Lord, to, to get into those times of prayer where all we do is listen. All we do is just listen, and God, may you speak. I pray, Father, that you would speak clearly, that you would speak boldly, that you would speak your words of life into our souls. Encourage us, Lord. Strengthen us, God. Lord, be with us every step of the way. May we as your people know you. Help us to hear your voice. We love you so much. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.